you protect what you love. Hunting is a life, not a lifestyle, it's a life. This is Hunters to show people how great of a job we're doing for conservation, providing for ourselves all the things you and I understand. I think you kind of owe it to the animal that you're hunting to be as prepared as possible. You know, as I get older, I appreciate the laughs and the time and the experience. And, yep, it's going. So, how many, how many people that you know since the Mississippi turkey opener or new season have killed turkeys already? Uh, that I'm like personal friends with or just like Facebook buddies with? I mean, not, well, I mean, Facebook's one thing or any of that social media stuff, but more, I mean, just like, people that you know ain't going to be your best buddies, but like uh, acquaintances, you know? Yeah, I, it's probably 10 or so that yeah. I personally know. And, you know, two or three of my good buddies, two, I think, have killed yeah. turkeys. And I know, just, yeah. I mean, we we went yesterday and, didn't hear a turkey. Got humbled real fast. Yeah. <laughs> Went from, man, let's get in there, get after him to... Yeah. Um, but that that is one thing, because um, this is what this whole... Po- well, the, you know, one of the main parts that this podcast is for uh, is the Mississippi and Alabama. Mm-hmm. Anything... Any, I know Mississippi and Alabama, anything South else? South Texas opens South up, too. South Texas. Yeah. Um, but, you see, a lot of a lot of southern states and the, the general Florida season. Yeah. The, the, the south zone been open, but the, the – Yeah, your north zone, Florida, and I think it's coming up weekend, maybe Georgia. I know the U okay. season opened up in Georgia either yeah. this coming up week or yeah. this past weekend or something. But, but the, the main point to get at is a lot of those southeast states are starting to open yeah, up. Yeah, the majority of the southeast is going to be open within the next week and a half or so. And, yeah. you know, Mississippi and Alabama, north Florida is open now. So Yeah. And so – what like i said two two main key things i want to talk about today one is early season stuff um and then we're going to talk about that trip to florida we went on Uh, Mm -hmm. but mainly because i think there's a lot of misconceptions about early season turkeys you know and a lot of especially since i mean i just got off the phone with a buddy of mine yeah right before we did this and he called me distraught you know his words were i'm tucking my tail and going back to the truck you know and it's it happened (laughs) it happens to everybody you know yeah especially with uh especially with how popular social media has gotten you talked about it facebook instagram you get on there you think everybody's killing turkeys but you yep but you got to remember the 75 or 80 percent yeah. more people on there looking at the same thing thinking the same thing we are what are we doing wrong yeah and i told him i was like man think about it this is what happens every year you always have some people i mean heck it's happened to you it's happened mm-hmm. to me you come right out the gate you find one that's doing it you know he's gobbling most of the time it's two-year-olds sometimes it's not yeah. but most of the time it's two-year-olds which is fine you know i mean i, I not neither one of us nobody that i know personally will ever call a two-year-old turkey but mm-hmm. But um, but that's just – I was like – I kept reminding them because he was just – you know, he was seeing turkeys but couldn't get them to act right. I was like, man. Oh, he's doing good if he's seeing them. Yeah, because we <laughs> ain't even seen them where, where we went. We, but, uh, but I was like, man, it's early. That's what you have to remember. It's early. And so we – me and you, um, before – right before we started doing this, we picked up five topics that we wanted to cover for things to remember during the early season right. or things that you can do. And uh, we'll just dive straight into that. And the first thing that you said was scouting. And that that works preseason and early season, too. Yeah, I mean, these turkeys right now, they're still just doing kind of wintertime habits. Yeah. I mean, the hens and the gobblers are together, but they're more like a – I mean, it's right. It's pre-rut, you know. They're all just bunched up. They're they're still in a feeding pattern. They're not really vocal. And it's just – what turkeys do this time of year is normal we've been blessed in the southeast the last two or three years and had a really early spring and they came out the gate just on fire yeah and this year it's looking more normal what a turkey's supposed to be doing yeah for for mississippi now and think about that how many i, I have friends in alabama you have friends in alabama mm-hmm. that is just blowing it down right yeah. now it seems like right. but that's just i mean but there's still a lot of people in yeah. alabama that's not killing turkeys true. too very true um so let's go straight into you said scouting so when you think of scouting i'm I'm gonna say for those i'm gonna go straight into some of the stuff that you would do scouting wise while the season is already open at this point in the season while it's early because there is still plenty of scouting work that can be done i mean that's what me and you did yesterday exactly we we went on the government land and tried to figure out pretty much where our turkeys were we hunted last year you know i went in there three or four weeks ago and heard some birds and they were nowhere to be found yesterday but 
there's some variables in that the weather is yeah. not good and i mean the weather is a big thing early season you get two or three days of sunlight and the turkeys act normal yeah. then but as the season progresses the weather doesn't really affect them as much not I don't nearly think. as much yeah. yeah i agree with that and think about this too so um me and jordan and troy everyone well let's see we were hunting at uh, Chicago Plantation uh, the end of last week for the right. opener of the season, and we'll be there all this week. Yeah, we've got that for 10 days, and, you know, that's it's a special place because Wilbur grew up, I mean, didn't grow up, but he they grew up the Primo's Truth series yeah. there. At Rattlesnake. On Rattlesnake, which yeah. is our neighbor now, where we're hunting now. So, And we went down there last Wednesday, day before season, opened Bluebird Day, been sunshine for three days. Yeah. And, we stood out there by our buggy at daylight and just listened to turkeys as far as you could hear. And they were ringing the woods. And you're like, ooh, it's going to yeah. be a good morning. We were getting pumped up, high-fiving, like this is going to be – I mean, how many – not not all together, but we had three or four people out listening. Yeah, I think it was four different people listening. Yeah, and between all of that, we heard 10 or 12 10, different turkeys. Yeah, exactly. That's being conservative, too. Right, right. I think we may have been hearing some of the same turkeys, too. Correct, so. yeah. I mean, at least 10 or 12 turkeys gobbling last Wednesday morning. Yeah, and that's when we say hit or miss. So that next morning, me me and Brad uh, went and hunted together, right. and we got on a wad of them because, like I said, you know, grouped up, and there was six turkeys gobbling. Mm-hmm. And then y'all went out. What happened to y'all? We went to where we listened in the morning before yeah. and finally made one gobble right at fly-down time. I mean, it was slow. I mean, yeah. we went up there exactly where we thought those turkeys would be and nothing yeah i mean they could have not been there they could have been there just not gobbling i don't know we never will know but all i know is we didn't see or hear (laughs) yeah so let's go before we go off that's a rabbit hole we could chase but Mm -hmm. let's stick more to this uh i want to get this scouting topic sorted out so uh things that i would do um and and you chime in on this too is like we're saying figuring out you know chances are especially if you don't have just you know tons of days to hunt if you have just weekends or a couple mm-hmm. mornings out of the week man take that time to, i mean be careful how you move around but i mean take that time to to figure out your spots you know look look right. continue to look for sign continue to figure out where those turkeys like to frequent you know um right. now you may have been listening to a turkey two weeks ago and thought well he'll be there opening the morning never go back yeah. and listen to him again well you go back there open the morning he's nowhere to be found yeah knowing good and well he should be gobbling good point but he's moved yeah now i'm not saying you know because when we talked with with bob a few weeks ago um he he said you know talking about scouting and walking the land mm-hmm. I, and he said you know during february I, I wouldn't walk the land as aggressively as i would in february in right. february you don't really have to worry about it you if know? the season's open i'm gonna be hunting while i'm scouting exactly you know i'm gonna sit down by a tree and i'm just gonna sit there a few minutes see if i hear a turkey if not i'm gonna get up walk 200 yards and just look for sign as yeah. i go and that's all you can do yeah. at the time you're trying to figure out where your turkeys are right. more than likely they're bunched up in a wide together yeah and when you find one you found them all yeah so let's go because I, I think that when i say scouting that pretty much covered what i would do mm-hmm. you know and the way which you that that led to the next one the the second tip which would be the the big key of, of taking it slow yeah in the early season like and, and i always say we say it all the time we talk about we call it taking the turkey's temperature mm-hmm. or letting the turkey dictate what you do but that is of the utmost importance during right. this time of year you know, uh, I mean, what, like we said earlier, weather's got a whole lot to do with it this time of year. A ton. And it's not looking any better for the next 10 days. I looked at the long-term forecast today, and it's a chance of rain almost every day, I think, besides one yeah. for the next 15 days. So right. it's going to be a, a deal where your patience are going to be tried. Yeah. You get in the woods, and if you figure out where those turkeys are, just hang tight. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's all you can do that time of year is just try to wait them out. Yeah. It's it's a like I said it's a I mean every when you come out the gate especially I mean you know just us and everyone I know come out opening day you're fired up you yeah. want to get out there you're yeah. wanting to get I mean in a perfect world every opening day you go to your spot and you hear turkeys just going nuts hammering on the limb and mm-hmm. you yelp to them and they gobble and you cut and they gobble <clears> and they get closer but that doesn't always happen yeah. you know more t- times than not it does yeah exactly you go out there you don't hear any turkeys or you hear some roost gobbling they hit the ground they get quiet or mm-hmm. they gobble some on the ground but they just kind of giving you what we call a courtesy gobble right. or you know just this that and the other and that's what and it's just a i think 
that time of year is just when knowing your land is super important and just not pushing it. It's when crucial. You, you yeah, know, you got you got to know what your turkeys do during that point of year. If they're not gobbling, you don't know where they're at. Yeah, um, and that's what, something you said to me yesterday because both me, me and you, after we'd been, you know, we'd covered I don't know how many how much ground, checking different spots and taking our time, and finally you looked at me and you said, "Let's just sit down for a minute." That's what we got to do this time of year. You and I both know it. And I was like, "Yeah, you're right." Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it can you can get discouraged and you just want to start. I mean, everything inside you. Uh, or if you struggle with lack of patience like I do, part of you wants to just go around and start crowing and yelping until you find right. one. But it, that's And that can work sometimes, yeah. but a lot of times you're going to do more damage than good. Right. And if, I mean, if you're in a spot where you know your place and you know you can get away with that stuff, great. Yeah. But if you're in new areas like we were, like I said, on, you know, on that government land, that's the key to it is just taking your time and feeling it out. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just that, that's the biggest thing, and I see um, – I've I've done it myself when I was younger. Heck, I I still do it sometimes when I get overly excited, you know, just yelping too much or whatever. But it's yep. just the key to this time is just taking it slow. Yeah, I mean, get, it, I mean, you got to creep. Yeah, and especially I mean, this time of year it's wide open. Yeah, and that's something else we're gonna talk about in a few yeah. minutes. But well, you know, it goes back to I, I keep quoting Bob, but he's not a you know a bad person <laughs> Bob, to quote. Bob's a very good person to yeah. take notes from. But you know what he says? You know, he's saying that guy. What's the turkey got to do? You know, exactly. and if he if you get on a turkey that's on the limb and he's not just blowing the leaves off the trees, which there aren't that many this time of year, but if he's not just ringing the woods out and doing right, and don't make him try to be that you know it's just if he if he's in the mood and he wants to come he'll come if he's not you know exactly figure something else out it's just go to battle and again another day yeah don't push it and that's what me and you again we said that the other day we were like look we know there are turkeys in here i know there's turkeys in that spot you and i both know that we've killed turkeys in that spot. yeah and it's just the way i mean the the habitat the way it is there's no way that there's not a turkey in there and but they weren't doing it. I said, let's just not push it. Let's go. It didn't help much. We uh, had that dog in there barking at us. That's <laughs> <laughs> the joys of public land. Huh? So, <laughs> here's a, so we're, you know, we're already thinking about bailing and going and looking somewhere else. And then we hear that dog go to yipping. And uh, me and Jordan are like, oh, well, that's no good. Well, about that time, <laughs> that dog's yipping, we hear, Boom! Like right where the dog is, we thought someone had shot that dog. Yeah, I was praying nobody had shot that dog. <laughs> Me and Jordan looked at each other. We're like, "Did that guy about that time the dog the dog started?" I don't know what barking they were doing. Again. I mean, it may have just been trying to scare it. I, I don't have no know. idea. But, but I thought they'd shot that dog. I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what they were doing. It almost sounded like a squirrel dog, but squirrel season not in, so I don't yeah. know. You know, these bunch of rednecks in Central Mississippi is no yeah. telling, but. Well, you know, he may have just been trying to scare the dog, but for a second they were like, it's not the dog's fault, he just got loose. But yeah. that's, again, that's just the that's, joys of hunting public. But that's another thing, you know, that dog could have been in there all night, the night before we went hunting and yeah. spooked all the turkeys out of there. So you never know what the reason is why the turkey's not gobbling, but there's so many variables in why it can happen to you. For and sure. You never know. So yeah. Um, you don't know if a coyote ran through there in the middle of the night. No. And that, chasing a deer or whatever and that's uh, you know we could talk about i want to do a whole nother podcast talking about public land but that's that you know the the chances of unknown variables are even more so when you're on government because oh, yeah. you, you just don't know you know it's not you just so it's not just you know a private land someone a poacher could sneak on there and mess right. up your turkeys but on a public land anybody can go in there you know so mm-hmm. so you it, don't we didn't have a chance to hunt first two days because we were working at uh right. chicago down there trying to film but right. you don't know what's went on the last two days on that place so yeah it's just one of them deals yeah. you gotta go in there and try them if it doesn't work sneak out and try them again another day yeah um so that takes us to uh number three on the list of, of these early season tips and mm-hmm. what we wrote was just more listening than calling right and that that kind of goes hand in hand with the taking it slow deal but um i got i learned honestly i learned this from brad Mm -hmm. um and it's something i mean i'd done it before but not to the extent that i've seen brad do it yeah and uh i I mean it it is super effectful uh he'll go somewhere we did it opening day Mm -hmm. uh he'll go somewhere and he will just sit where we know turkeys are you know we'd at chicago we'd been running uh proof cams out there 
and knew where turkeys were frequenting and we just get to a spot where you know we're hidden as good as we can get hidden and we just sat for 15 minutes before we even made a call because you know a lot of times and again it's just from either you know inexperience being new to it or watching too much hunting tv where you see people just cutting at turkeys all the time you think that a turkey doesn't gobble unless you make him gobble well a lot of times, especially like that, if you just sit there, it didn't happen that day. I'm not saying it happens all the time, but a if you just. A lot of times they gobble anything but me. Yeah, <laughs> same. But uh, but you would be surprised how often if you just give them some time, you'll hear, and not even just gobbles, you'll hear a hen, you'll hear, I mean, you'll hear a gobble. I mean, it, but it's just scratching. You'll hear turkey sounds, yeah. and it'll give you an idea and it gives you an advantage because you know where those turkeys are or what they're doing or you know or kind of an idea of what they're Mm -hmm. doing before they even know that you're over there you know before you've even made contact with them with a call or whatever and that is a a huge key i think especially during early season just taking the time again being patient and just listening it's almost like deer hunting the first two weeks of season here It can be. I mean, you can get on a red-hot two-year-old or Mm -hmm. a red-hot five-year-old, but those are few and far between. Yeah, I take them when I can get them, but it's not always like that, Mm -hmm. you know. And it has not been for for me like that. Granted, we've only – me and you have only hunted, other than filming, we've only hunted one day. Right. We've only – I mean, we didn't get to hunt Friday either because it got rained out. You're right, So we've only hunted two days of the season so far, but now we're figuring them out. Yeah. It's just part of this time of year. Very much so. Um so that's i mean that's another thing too um this is a this is a uh it's a it's a tip that we didn't write down but and we've kind of touched on it already but like a big key to the early season is like don't get discouraged yeah don't let everybody else's success which is great for them yeah. put you down yeah i mean that's why i was talking to my buddy i was like man look at it, man it's march 18th yeah season has not been open a week it's I know, okay. I mean, I know some people have been hunting turkeys for 25 years, and they're not hearing or seeing anything yet yeah, either. It happens. Yep. It's I'm like just, just don't get discouraged. It's early season. This is typical. I mean, this is what they're, yeah. they're doing turkey things, and it's like it's it, it's common. And that's um so just don't get discouraged. Don't don't let yourself get so discouraged that you start doing right stupid stuff and spooking turkeys or calling too much at turkeys and. It just all ties that's, in. That's one thing you can do this time of year is hurt your mm-hmm. chances in a couple of weeks from now mm-hmm. way better than you can help them. Yeah. And like you said, you related it to deer hunting before. And it's, I mean, it's not the same thing, but I guess same principle. I know, you know guys, I know guys mm-hmm. that they'll have spots they won't touch until it's prime rut. Yep. Like a, like a bedding area or whatever. Yeah. They won't go in there until them, them bucks are on their feet chasing does because you're going to blow them out of there. Right. Go in there too early. And and I know guys that, that have private land um, that, that, you know, that they don't have problems with poaching or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And they, they will do that to the T almost. You know, they're like, they don't even hunt their places until yeah. it gets close to April right. down here. But, I'm not saying do that. I'm saying on a just kind of in the same vein, don't go blowing out your spots. You know, don't go running through there. Just you gotta think of what turkeys do. They don't go from one day just being gobblers, ambassador groups, right. to next day full blown breeding season. Yeah, it's a building they ease process. Into it. They've been doing it since February. Yeah, every day gets a little bit hotter and hotter as far as the breeding cycle. Mm-hmm. They're easing into the breeding cycle, so you right. better ease into the hunting cycle. Yeah, you know. Don't, yeah, well, that's what um. I said, and I was when we talked about doing this uh, early season turkey hunting podcast. As I said, man, when I first got into turkey hunting, mm-hmm. and you just when you don't, you, you, I mean, you're not. How can you know? You hadn't been taught, or I hadn't been taught. You just, I just thought when turkey season opened March fifteenth, or you know, when I was a youth March eighth, I just thought when turkey season opened, turkeys were supposed to be turkeys. You know, yeah. you're supposed to yip at them; they're supposed to gobble. But that's not. There's a progression. And my my mind set on it was when turkey season opened, they're supposed to be full bore yeah. rutting. You yeah, know? that's how it's and supposed to work. The way our seasons are in Mississippi, we have a very liberal season. We got six weeks. Yeah. So the way is set around. You get early season hunting. You get peak of the rut, peak of the breeding season for turkeys. And then you get late season yeah. hunting. So we're very blessed in that way yeah. to be able to see the progression of the breeding cycle. Yeah, very much so. But a lot of people, you know, like Tennessee doesn't open up to the, I think, what, first, sometime in April? Yeah, and I think you're right. Yeah. When their season comes in, them turkeys are usually full yeah, blown. Yeah, they're in the already there. Everything, yeah. yeah. Um, and, I mean, heck, that's the same way, you know, well, a lot of the places like where we hunt uh, near Okeechobee with mm-hmm. Brad at G3, 
you know, that spot, since it's so close to that south zone line, right? you know, when their stuff opens, they're going, yeah, you know, so same kind of thing. Um, but here, so next topic on this, and this is, and in my opinion, the one I've dealt with the most, this has been probably the biggest, or, you know, right up there with the biggest challenge that we faced during the early season. And that is how open the woods oh, are. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. It is incredibly hard. It's hard for us. Um, it's hard for everybody. It's hard for us because we've got all the camera stuff mm. and all that stuff. But when you have an animal like a turkey that has eyesight like they do. Yeah, they can see 100 times better than a human. Yeah, and when you take – I mean, and it's just spring has – spring is starting to happen. Yep. But it's not in those. <laughs> I was thinking that we were going to have an early spring this year because, like, three weeks in February, it was 80 degrees. Every yeah. Day. But then all of a sudden, it just whew, went down yeah. to 45 and 50 degree highs and right. just kind of halted everything from blooming. Right. And it's and, and we saw it, heck, at, at Chicago. You can look at it and you can say, man, these are some of the most beautiful turkey woods because they are. Like, it, those, those, yeah. I mean, as far as, like, if you can picture in your mind turkey woods, that's what Chicago plantation looks like. Mm-hmm. But it is so open right now yeah which is typical again early season that's what it is but that's a challenge that you have to deal with unless you've got a lot of terrain you can work with you know real jagged hills and hollows and they're close together where you could be 60 yards from a turkey on the other side of a hollow you're gonna get seen in these woods around here right now i mean we were Mm -hmm. talking about yesterday we were walking through a pine thicket and you could see 80 or 100 yards through it yeah and it's that all to me uh ties in to the patience thing the listening thing the not pushing it too hard because i mean think about it i mean if you sit back and listening pushing it that hard i mean if you're trying to cover a lot of ground yeah. moving around you, yelping even if you're not yelping this time yeah year. even if you're just crowing you're still it doesn't it doesn't matter if you're moving around that much in woods that open the chances of you getting spotted and spooking a turkey are just elevated yeah you know i mean and that's how it is and mm-hmm. and uh that's just something you have to deal with. And, and you know, like the, the last thing we're going to talk about after this is how grouped up the turkeys are. But think about it. You spook a turkey this time of year, and they're in a wad of gobblers. There goes all your gobblers. Yeah, they're gone. They're gone. And then <laughs> you're done until the next day or unless you got another spot to check. So it's just – that is just a a big, big challenge. And, and so some of the stuff that, that I know we do is, is we'll take the time to – uh, if we have it in the mornings, we, you know, sometimes we'll go out middle of the day or the afternoons. We'll yeah. find a spot where we want to sit, you know, or we'll, you know, if we sit somewhere in the middle of the day, we'll take the time to get our clippers and mm-hmm. clip some brush and just try to make something, right. some kind of structure. And, you know, uh, I mean, a lot of times this time of year, it is very open, but those turkeys don't move far from the roost first thing in the morning. Right. They're, I mean, two weeks from now, they'll hit the ground and go to walking trying to find hens. Right. They're moving. But right now – when they hit the ground, they're staying within 200 yards of that roof tree for an hour or two hours. So yeah. if you can get a good spot where you know those turkeys like to hang out in these open woods, you better just hunker down. Yeah, they'll, absolutely. They'll be there eventually, yeah. or you'll see them or hear them or figure yeah. out something. I wouldn't move till I hear a turkey gobble or mm-hmm. either. You just run out of time. Yeah, it's 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 just not the time with the woods like they are to just be sprinting all across the <laughs> property. It's just yeah. not. I mean, I mean in, in, you know. There's, there's no way around it. You can't beat the eyes and the ears of no, a turkey. you can't. Um, and if you, if they can't see you, sometimes you can beat their ears because they're used to other animals walking around yeah, in the woods. But yeah. if they can hear you from 300 yards and see you from 1,000 yards, it's yeah, hard. It's tough. Yeah. It is tough. That's, you know, like when we, uh, when me and Brad set up on those turkeys, we got in there way early mm-hmm. because we knew, I mean, you know, I mean, Especially when they're on a roost, if it starts breaking day, you know how far they can see from yeah. up in a tree. Especially in some hardwoods. I mean, if you're hunting a pine plantation, it's a little bit easier, I, I guess I would say. But yeah. we're hunting wide open hardwoods. Yeah. I mean, you can see just us can we I mean, can, yeah, see I can see four hundred yards. Yes, yeah. so, I mean, like imagine what a turkey can see. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> just movement. He can catch yeah. it. Because that that too. Think about it. you get a turkey coming in, and uh, I mean, if you're fortunate enough, you get a turkey coming in. I hope you have a good hiding spot. You know, that's what we talk about because, I mean, your movement is amplified in those open woods. Right. Uh, we use uh, – one of the things that we use a lot, we have that stakeout blind, mm-hmm. and that's huge. This this helps your movement a little bit. Yeah. All you can see is your head and shoulders and yeah. part of your upper body. So. Right. Um, so that's that's the biggest 
tip I can give for that one, uh, I guess, is just trying to uh, limit your movement or make every move calculated mm-hmm. as possible. Yeah. And well, uh, I mean, if you know your turkeys, you know where they're going after roost. That's start there. Right. You know, if you know, there's I mean, a food plot or something, or if you, you know. got a you know a logging road or something right. that you know they travel a lot. Find Go you ahead and build hide. you a blind. There. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what yeah, I mean, that's what we do, and it and it's been effective mm-hmm. uh, several times. But it's just you know. And again, I, I go back to how I was when I first started hunting turkeys. I, I mean, just not knowing. I would find a bare pine tree and I would just sit on it. Oh, it's no telling how many turkeys I spooked and didn't even know it early season yeah. when I was younger. I it's mean, no telling. Yeah. And that's, again, that's why we're doing this is try to help that not happen to other people. Because, I mean, I've, like I said, I've, I'm sure I've spooked turkeys that I didn't even know I spooked. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you about a lot of turkeys that I do know I spooked. Oh yeah, you know. Me too. <laughs> but it's just it's just part of that deal. You got to have something to break you up. You know, when it gets up into April, when stuff starts budding out, Man. you can sit next to a tree. Me you and know? you spooked one last year for open woods. Yeah. In April. Yeah, I mean, we they, did. They had just burnt this place, and I still yeah. I was thinking about that yesterday, just yeah. cringing. <laughs> I mean, we we got out the truck and walked two hundred yards down this road and. I hooted and a turkey just fired off. Yeah. And I was too sure of myself, knowing the land. I was like, man, we can get up there another 200 yards and he won't ever see us. But obviously he saw us. Yeah. So that's just one of them things. Is if you can get on them right on the roost and get close, do it. Go ahead. Yeah. But other, you better hang back 100 yards farther than you think you need to be. Yeah. It's just, that's just one of the things that, that you have to deal with. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So that takes us to the last tip number five. Uh, for this and that is or or a topic to cover for number five and that is grouped up turkeys Mm -hmm. how grouped up they are and i don't want it before i go into that you know or picking that apart i kind of want to explain again to i'm I'm thinking of people that are new to it like i was why those turkeys are grouped up like they are yeah well it's just i mean it's part of the cycle you know during the winter time you've got a lot of gobblers all group it's the same thing as deer you know during the exactly. summertime, during the summertime, you got bachelor groups of deer. During the wintertime, you've got bachelor groups of turkeys, and the hens kind of stay by themselves. Of course, I mean you'll see them together, yeah. just like you do deer. But you know, it's one of them things where they're easing in, trying to figure out the picking order. They're right. trying to figure out who's the dominant bird in that group, and he's going to get the majority of the hens. Mm-hmm. And, and until that figures out, they're all going to be wadded up, yeah. fighting about it every day. Yeah, and and it can be extremely hard to deal with like mm-hmm. i said that, that that those turkeys that me and brad got on opening morning i must it was at least i must say it was four to six turkeys mm-hmm. i must you know I, I know there was at least four four yeah. was being conservative i feel like there was more than that but i know for sure four all gobbling together and i mean and they were gobbling good yeah but oh, yeah. Um, they yeah. gobbled each other a lot at time oh yeah, yeah. They, they would gobble and the other gobble yeah and they were way more concerned about doing their own thing than they were about a hen mm-hmm. we were uh brad you know got to yelping at him um and he was able to pull the whole group you know pretty close and we thought they were coming and then we could kind of see them you know through the trees and stuff because we had kind of a, a small rise between us and them so we were mm-hmm. catching glimpses of movement and then we ended pulling two off away from the group and they got about mm, 55 yards but yeah. one was standing directly behind the tree, and the other one was in full strut, and there was this little bitty hole, and Brad was, you know, we were shooting the TSS, so, you know, within range, but Brad was like, it's just too small of a yeah. hole, and I don't know what he's going to do. And But they were there for less than a minute, and they turned around and ran right back to their buddies. Yeah. They Scar- just kind of came. Scared they're missing the party. Right. I mean, they weren't – I mean, they showed up, came and looked, and then as soon as those other turkeys back there gobbled, they ran right back to them. There's a bunch of frat boys down there <laughs> fighting around trying exactly. to figure out who's going yeah. who's gonna to rule that area. But uh, I can remember, you know, stuff like that happened to me when I was younger, and I couldn't figure out why. Yeah. You know, I was like, why are they going back to the other gobblers? Why are they not coming to a hen? I didn't understand mm-hmm. what was going on there. But like you said, that's just the natural cycle. They're not there yet, or those turkeys weren't. You know, if you uh, another thing on the grouped-up turkeys, if you do get lucky and pull that whole group to you and yeah. you shoot up in them, yeah. It can hurt your chances to kill another turkey the rest yeah. of the season. I won't never forget. I guess it, it was opening day, I don't know, five or six years ago when I had found these turkeys and figured out what they were doing. It was a sure bet. Anyway, I got up in there that morning and, I mean, right off the roost, had four or five two-year-olds come running into me at yeah. 20 yards. Yeah. And I shot one, and I was like, man, I'm going to come back in here and 
tomorrow and kill another one. After that, I'm killing another one. Yeah, there's my limit right there. There were no more turkeys in there the rest of the season after I shot that one out of that group. Really? Yeah, it was like six or seven goblin turkeys in there. And after I shot in that wad of two-year-olds, I never saw another turkey in there. Yeah. I I mean, I'll say, um, just playing devil's advocate, I've seen where I've seen that happen the way you talked about, and I've I've had buddies that they do that, and it doesn't seem to phase them. No, it doesn't. I mean, it's just it's something to think about though too. But if you can get a chance at any long beard turkey, you better not pass it up. Yeah, for sure. I'm not saying don't do it, but um, I know, like again, you know, Brad was talking the other week, and like I said, some guys, and just for that reason that have their own places and stuff, they'll leave them lay until mm-hmm. April when they know they're broke up. Just or, or if they find a big wad like that, they won't mess with them. Right. You know, just just cuz they don't they don't want to do that. Yep. Um and that's again, I don't th- I'm not going to say one's right and what's wrong. That's no. up to you. That's I'm, up to the I'm hunter. I'm just throwing out scenarios that yeah. happen, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's all it's that's all hunter's preference. I mean somebody that's why I was saying if somebody gets on a wad of turkeys and happens to kill one and doesn't see them anymore, I'm thinking they're spooked, you know. Right. I don't know. Well, I mean cuz here, I mean put it put it this way. I mean, if we're on the government land and we find a wad of turkeys, you know, three, four turkeys goblin, oh, we're yeah. going to try to kill them. You yes, know, sir. I mean, that's I mean, that's what you got to do. So it's 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 just the scenario, what situation mm-hmm. you're in. You got to work, figure out what's best for you. But right. you're right; that kind of stuff can happen. And it's but again, just explaining why they are that way this time mm-hmm. of year. And um, again, you know, it some parts. I mean, I've talked to buddies in in Mississippi that are finding them by themselves. Yeah, but that's not. That's not the majority of what's going yeah, the on. Majority of them, you're gonna have at least two, three or four together yeah. with ten hands. Right. They're just doing their thing every day. They're not moving far. They're just, I mean, it's food and pecking order pretty much. Yeah. I don't even think they're breeding hot yet. No, I don't either. I think it's just a still figuring it out process. Yeah. And it's just like I said, it's supposed to be this way. The sitting out of the norm. Nope. It's very much in the norm. Like this is how it's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh. So yeah, that's that's the the five things we wanted to talk about as far as early season goes. Scouting, taking it slow, uh, being real patient, being more prone to more listening and just calling as hard as that can be to yeah. do sometimes. And talking about, I mean, we hunted for eight hours yesterday. Yeah. And maybe yelped twenty five times. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not that much. And if you think about twenty five, I mean, twenty five sequences of yelps during eight hours is not much at all. No. Not much at all. Very much. Just, and we still didn't kill anything. No, right didn't now. hear a turkey. Didn't even, I, don't, I don't even know for sure we saw a track. But no. We'll be right back in there next chance yeah. we get and try them again. Because, again, that's that's what I want to leave this early season uh, topic that we're talking about. That's what I want to leave it off at. If if you're listening to this and you have found success in the early season, more power to you. Happy for you. <laughs> but if you're one of those that, you know, in the position that a lot of other folks are in that you haven't had that yet – do not get discouraged. Mm-hmm. Do not. I mean, it's 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 okay. Better days are ahead of us. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's not it's not a thing to hang your head over. I mean, like I said, we are what three days into the season. You know, uh, it's all right. I've always heard the expression, "It's over with, man. It ain't gobbling no more. Yeah, or, it ain't begun yet. Right. It's just turkeys being turkeys. Yeah. One day's hot, one day's not. Yeah, they just doing turkey things. That's what they do. Yep. And you just got to remember that. So, mm-hmm. it's uh, the early season can be awesome. It can be fun. It's always fun. I mean, because it's turkey season. Mm-hmm. There's not a part of turkey season that's not fun, unless you miss a turkey. That's not fun. But um, yeah, but it's you know that's how it's supposed to be. It's early season, so right. stick with it. Don't blow your place out. Just take it easy and just remember all that stuff. You know, remember the open woods, the grouped up turkeys. Remember all the obstacles mm-hmm. you have to overcome, and and you can find success. But just hang in there. I tell you what, if it wasn't for Florida last week, I'd be struggling right now going through what we went through yesterday. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. To Florida was a good buffer zone. So that yeah. So we've covered early season. Let's talk about Florida. Yeah. It's hard to not. No, we talk hadn't about talked Florida. about it yet. Have no, we? we have not. Um, that was fun. The uh, hunt did go up on YouTube. Yeah. That's the first time we've ever done that. Uh, put out a film to hunt. Within a week. And put it together. Yeah, with it less than a week. Yeah. So she she killed a turkey. Killed it Saturday and it so, was live Thursday. Yeah. For five days. Five days. That's it was pretty cool to see that because normally you have to wait a whole year to see before it goes on. Turkey and that, kills. And that kind of thing, you know, and that that will never um we did that specifically for 
our YouTube channel. Yeah. We're going to start doing more of that. And, Frank, mm-hmm. I had fun doing that. That's a whole lot of fun. Yeah, I hope people enjoy it because it's, yeah. it's fun doing that, yeah. being able to see the results within a week, you know. Yeah. So. Um, and so, I mean, we're going to start doing more and more stuff like that because, I mean, that hunt, like I said, you're not going to see that one on TV. We didn't film it for TV. That was specifically <laughs> for uh, – YouTube and yeah. our and our digital stuff. It doesn't it doesn't hurt anything? Turkey had two inch spurs for our first videos. <laughs> no, that helped, that helped a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, what are know, the odds? You know, I mean, I mean but. Jesse, she's uh she's had bad luck. She, I mean, ever since we've been together, we've tried. We've made a point of going turkey hunting. We went more the first couple of years we were together just because Jesse wasn't working at the time. She was in school. Right. And uh, I I think it was the second year we dated first year we went and called up some jakes and stuff and heard a bunch of gobbling just never did get one to commit and the second year we went we went up to her family camp in north mississippi and we've been watching these turkeys figuring out what they do in some pretty clover fields they planted on the place and it's pretty easy i mean it's not difficult turkey hunting for mississippi you know know it's not it's not easy but for mississippi it's not not hard-headed public land turkeys either right right i see what yeah i know what you mean you know we we uh sat down in this clover field one day knew there's turkeys in there that morning and heard them gobble heard them gobble and they never did come and that afternoon we said we was gonna go sit there that afternoon because they was right there close and uh we've been sitting there i don't know 10 or 15 minutes and i put out one little sequence of yelps and jesse said you hear a drum because she had heard one drumming before she right. knew what it was right i was like yeah get your gun up and i mean as soon as she got the gun up i heard footsteps beating down a little wet path coming up to cloverfield and they were running to a decoy oh wow there's two of them just men turkey what'd you have out there a jake or a, or a jake and a hen gotcha you know it was early in the years like last week of march gotcha yeah what we were talking about earlier you know they're trying to figure out that picking order and somebody was in their field yeah well at that point in march they had you yeah. know <laughs> discovered enough to go hey he ain't supposed to be here yeah, so. exactly that hen's supposed to be i mean that jake's supposed to be on a different county from now i ran him off last week right they came running up there like eight yards and she shot and missed and boy she was she was not happy camper <laughs> and later on the next day we found some more turkeys in a cotton field and we snuck down there and we got the decoy out and they came feeding by at like 35 yards this was a big turkey with all his hens yeah i remember you he told me this. he was yeah. he wasn't studying a decoy he was just we happened to be in front of them where they were going right and he was at 35 yards and she shot and missed again oh gosh and i thought i mean it was bad well, it ends up. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good on my part either. But it ends up, you know, the gun was messed up on the choke. It, I mean, it wasn't a jelly head. It was a different. It was a different kind of choke. But the choke had split. Cracked. Cracked. Yeah. <laughs> it was a expensive choke too. And I went and shot the gun. Didn't know the choke was cracked. The next day, just seeing if she's just missing or something's going on. Well, I shot it twenty yards, and like three pellets hit the tenant circle. Oh gosh. I was like, ooh. This is my fault now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not her fault she missed. It's my fault. But anyways, uh, we didn't get a, another opportunity next. Heck, we ain't had an opportunity to go got on a turkey. I think we went a couple times last year, and I walked her to death and yeah. never did get on much. But this year we decided we're going to South Florida. My yeah. buddy Jim Hanley, I've hunted with him when I was with Mossy Oak doing some Wounded Warrior hunts and stuff, and right. he's just a great dude. And yeah. I told him my circumstances, you know, we're finna get busy and traveling all over, so I don't have a whole lot of time to take her. And uh, he called me. He's like, man, y'all come on down here for the first, uh, for the south zone. You know, yeah. it opens up before yeah. we get busy. It opens up like first week of first March. First week of March, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, man, if I can talk Jesse into taking off work, we're coming. Yeah. It ends up. It all works out. Mr. Jim has hooked us up on this place. Every time I've been with Mr. Jim Hanley, he has just laid out the red carpet, does way more than he should for us. I mean, well, yeah, just, well, this trip was no exception. Yeah, I mean, he just does way too much. I mean, he, he don't know us, I guess, that good enough to know we'd sleep in a hammock if they got goblin turkeys. Right, yeah. That's but, what I said, man, I'll sleep in that cow pasture if you want me to. All right, I'll sleep in a cow trailer. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, he called and said, I've got this buddy, Mr. Jim Strickland. He right. owns Blackbeard's Ranch. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, it's, we're coming next week. Yeah. And it was like a week before that we talked to him. Yeah, this was thrown together pretty quickly. And you ended up coming from New Zealand and going <laughs> with your buddies down there, Mr. Larry. And yeah, oh, me me and uh, two of my buddies that we uh, – more often than not when I'm hanging out with them, we're hand-grabbing catfish. Mm-hmm. But they, they're trying to do uh, – they wanted to kill Osceola. And I was like, well, I know just the dude to go with. 
Um, and you know, I mean, Brad yeah, Gibson Brad. was you can't G- beat Brad. No, you cannot. <laughs> an, an outfitter, he knows his stuff. Buddy. I, I told him, you know, I mean, because I was the same way when I first went. You, you automatically start thinking, like, man, what if I don't get one? What if this, that? And yeah, the other? I mean, you're always paying this much. You're like, I'm paying this much money. I can. There's a chance I ain't gonna kill a turkey. That, and you know, I mean, an Osceola turkey. It's not like a, you know, literally every other turkey. You know, the Eastern. There's a lot of states you yeah. can go to rio Merriam. there's different states I mean, you can go to but osceola you got one spot and you got to get south of tampa pretty much to get a true osceola yeah or i think it's tallahassee's line uh, something like something that like but it, yeah. i'm sure brad would could tell us but um yeah and but i was like i was like larry look i myself have gone to florida for i think three years since i've been at yeah. primo's and primo's has been hunting with brad for i don't know how many years yeah. but i was like larry look you don't don't worry you know i was telling i was like brad he always he's always got us on turkeys don't worry about it we had an absolutely incredible hunt um killed two turkeys on the first morning and we did not double we had it was two separate setups got in, got on a turkey right off the limb got him killed high-fiving you know celebrating yeah, and uh that. went back to the truck you know took some water ate a little breakfast and then brad came back and said, all right y'all ready to go again we sat down and we were actually set up on some other turkeys that we'd heard gobbling uh, while we were on the first one. Mm-hmm. Then we were, you know, anticipating hunting them. But then we look across the field, and there's a lone gobbler walking across the field by himself. <laughs> Yelp to him, and he kind of looks over our way. Then he kind of eases off in the woods. And I'm like, well, so then I pulled out box call, hit him with the box call. You have a tall timber? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you can't not. You can't. Man, I'm- uh, Yesterday's the first time I really messed with it in the woods. Fine. That's a fine call. Well, man. uh, so I pulled out tall timber and I yelped at him, gobbled, and he comes back out of the woods and then down the fence row he comes straight to us and boom, Larry shoots him and we have two Osceolas on their first morning. <laughs> I just look at it and I just looked at Larry. I was like, I told you, man, you didn't have anything and to this worry is about. Tuesday morning? <sighs> yeah, Tuesday. And we're not coming in until Thursday. Oh, yeah. So what you going to do for the next three days? I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, was a, I was going to be homeless uh, sleeping in the streets of Okeechobee, Florida, but Brad let me crash at his house for a few days. Hey, nice yeah, we went and uh, caught crappie one afternoon, and then I actually, one of his other clients came in. I got to hunt with him one afternoon, and we got on turkeys um, first afternoon, didn't kill them, and it was, you know, Brad was like, let's just not push it. We know, we, mm-hmm. I mean, we watched where they flew up. Then they went in there. The next morning is when I met up with y'all, but they ended up killing that turkey the next morning. Right because you know yeah that's we we right. saw it too yeah <laughs> but uh <laughs> while we were riding around okeechobee trying to find you <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i ended up staying in florida for like a week but i'm not complaining yeah and that's what i told it for any if y'all have never hunted in florida before and you love turkey hunting you like owe it to yourself to go yeah those turkeys are so fun to hunt they're uh, mean that the, the, this the the attitude of the turkeys and then it's just the it's pretty yeah, it's, it's how palm, it is out there. Cabbage trees, palm trees, whatever they call them. Yeah, just Spanish moss on palmettos. No, it's just different. Yeah. You know, it's it's different. I, I don't. I tell everyone, there's nothing will ever replace uh, number one for hunting Mississippi, just because it's my home. I always right. love hunting that the most. But Florida is a close, close second. It's mm-hmm. my favorite out of state trip that we do all year. That's what I said. I when uh, I was like, I have to go to Florida. I was like, it I have to. It seems like the weather is always beautiful too. Right. Sometimes, most of the yeah. time, it didn't work out that way for us. But no, but yeah. it worked for one day. It did, yeah. and that's all that mattered. But so, so yeah, we uh, I meet up with y'all, and we go meet up with Mr. Jim Hanley and Jim Strickland yeah. at Blackbeards. So we didn't really know exactly what we were getting into, but I trusted Mr. Hanley to. Right. He he said the place had a lot of turkeys on it, but. I don't know if I've ever seen a place like this. A lot and is an understatement. Five minutes of meeting Mr. Strickland, we, me and you both looked at each other and like, yeah, this will work here. Yeah. Because the first thing he started telling us is about how much they've done for the place to conserve the wildlife. Right. And, I mean, there's not – I mean, there's a lot of places and people are getting more conservation-minded now. But Oh, yeah. As far as what this guy has done and his group with the – was it Florida? It's the, the, so, I know he's worked with uh, – He's worked with the National Wild Refuge Association because mm-hmm. um, I remember he talked about Julie Morris. They work together. Right. And she's and, the uh, head of the Florida deal The Florida too. Conservation Group. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a – they're a nonprofit. And it just, I, it's just private ranches all came yeah. together and say, look, we're going we're gonna to make our places where they're habitat for everything. Right. Cows, it, turkeys, deer. Yeah, that was the even. biggest thing that he 
that he was the most excited about us. He said he that he it was agricultural minded conservation. Right. It's it's wildlife and agriculture coinciding. Right. And you know, a lot of people, a lot of ranchers. I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but a lot of them here recently have been getting a bad rap about destroying. Yeah. yeah habitat that could be for your native species right these guys have just been outstanding you know we went riding around that afternoon and saw like nine longbeards within a mile yeah and we were like holy smokes you know and the thing that was the craziest thing to me about that is mr jim strickland he's not had this place for four years four years i think it was something like that not not a long period of time and he said the previous owners didn't really take care of it yeah. You know, weren't conservation minded. They, I think, they killed a lot more than they were than, than they should have. They're uh, abusing the land yeah. pretty much. And I, I don't mean so much. So I, I don't know if they were, you know, going over the limit on turkeys or anything like that. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, if they had, they were just, you know, killing more turkeys off that place right. and more white-tailed deer than they should mm-hmm. have. You know, and just he still had he's had a place four years and still hadn't killed a deer off of it yeah i mean that's how it, serious he is about yeah. getting them back to where they once were yeah and and that's what i'm saying mr jim has taken this place and it's unbelievable like if he wouldn't have told me you know that like i, I wouldn't have been i would have never guessed that there that that had so much abuse on that land before he got mm-hmm. it because just the the progress he's been able to make with it right. is just astounding yeah and i think you know the he was going to let us kill, I think, three turkeys, and that yeah. would have been the – if we would have killed three, it would have been the four turkeys killed on it four years. Right. But I think they're still only going to kill, like, two more on it this year. Yeah. So it's even going to be better next yeah. year. Yeah, he's just – he's one of the most truly conservation-minded people that I've met. Mm-hmm. And it was really impressive and refreshing, you know, because I talked – when he was talking to us about that, I was like, man, look – you don't know how much in agreement with you we are yep. that's 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 what we yep. love that's what we support all the time is mm-hmm. conservation that's the that's the key part to it you know yep. and you know that's the nwts motto yeah save the habitat you save the hunt right and it's that it's place true. is evident of yep. that you know because i mean it was just it was so pretty out there yep. you know so it was gorgeous you know just picturesque florida hunting. yeah i mean he had done everything that you need to do to make a habitat for a turkey or a white-tailed deer better yeah he had burned stuff he planted rye fields i mean it's gorgeous yeah I mean, it's the prettiest turkey place i've ever been on yeah hands down it's gorgeous yeah and they just there were so many turkeys and they you know it was it was like a, it was like a breath of fresh air and yeah. it, and just to th- i mean that thing um the florida conservation group they said between They've conserved over 2.5 million acres. 2.5 million acres. That's a lot of dirt. With that same kind of mindset that he had on that place. Yep. And that's what I told him. You know, I was like, man, if if that place, you know, if this, this Florida Conservation Group, if, if this place, Blackbeard's Ranch, is an example of what oh, yeah. they're doing, that is incredibly exciting mm-hmm. and encouraging. It, it, it shows you that the Osceola turkey is going to be around for a while yeah. to hunt. For sure, because these places they're putting, they're trying to get conservation easements on these properties where they'll never be developed for home sites or whatever. Right. So they'll always have habitat on that Blackbeard's yeah. Ranch for turkeys yeah. and deer and hogs, even even though we don't like hogs, yeah. but they've got to have habitat. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's a special place for sure, and I mean, if you go check out the website, you know, yeah. it's got their website. As soon as you click on it, it's a it's a video of conservation how he's doing for his cow land he's making it for habitat for right. natural species even yeah. grasses and natural plants and stuff it's a cool place yeah so the day that we started hunting i don't know how many turkeys we heard we honestly didn't hear a ton on the roost it was one of those days we heard a lot we heard a little bit of roost goblin when it got on the ground there was a lot of gobbling going oh, on man. i mean i think we got a little too excited and spooked some turkeys myself, yeah, probably but. did <laughs> <laughs> probably did but you know that first morning we got out the buggy and went to walking and we heard a turkey and went to walking to him i'm thinking we probably walked under three or four to get to that one and we got to him and started listening there four or five gobbling and it was just a good morning you know and we were struggling though because we were just talking about early season hunting and normally that first season in florida they're ready to hot trot they're in the middle of breeding yeah but what we saw on this place, they were just getting started like yeah. they're here in Mississippi right now. Yeah, they weren't severely grouped up like we were talking about. But it, like you were saying, it's like it was just starting. I, like if you went down there this week, 
you could mop up on them. I'm yeah, sure. it'd but, be a different world. But you know, we struggled. We only had forty eight hours to hunt. Right. We uh, not even that long. It was like a day and a half. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like a day. We had the full day when Jesse killed her turkey, and then we had like until just before lunch the next mm-hmm. day, and that that day was rainy and but humid. Luckily. We got on turkeys from yeah. the get-go. Because yeah, that's what I was going to say. Our main goal for that place, like us having the ability to hunt a turkey after, was a bonus. Yeah. Where Our main goal was for Jesse to shoot a turkey because yeah. of all the bad luck that you've given her <laughs> over the past. She, she's been wanting one for a long time. She's ate up with it, too. <laughs> I think I made it worse taking her down there seeing what Florida is. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So, we, like you said, I mean, I'll let you tell the story. We were on turkeys that morning. We... We were on Jake's. That place has a ton of Jake's on it, mm-hmm. which is next year. That's going to be a lot of gobbling two-year-olds. But I, I hope uh, we get invited back next spring. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, we ended up, you know, finding a little drainage ditch and sneaking yeah. up along a field that we knew turkeys you know, were in. That's Florida, though. You're dealing with field turkey, so you got to get a vantage point to be able to see what they're doing. You know, I, yeah. I, sometimes you'll get them in the swamp. But more times than not, they're field turkeys in and out. Yeah. And you got to see what they're doing and get in front of them or yeah. get on well, the field. Well, it's like edge. we're talking about. I mean, it's on cattle land. You yeah. Know? And so they're going to be in those fields and, a lot of the time. And especially a place I've never hunted and hadn't laid boots on or eyes on till the afternoon before. So it's kind of tough going into a spot you don't know what the turkeys yeah. are doing. Yeah. But, you know, luckily we got up there and found some turkeys that morning and just kind of hung with them pretty much what three or four hours yeah until we, just, we until we caught up with took that our time one. i mean yeah. you, even though there's turkeys around every corner on that place you don't want to booger it was it was like a uh it was it's the the best way i can word it it was like a it's a chess match well it was but it was like a it was a rush to take your time like yeah. it was still take it easy don't bump anything but we kind of got to push it a little bit because yeah. we only have a day and a half, right. you know. So it was like I said, we weren't just blowing and going, but we had to move, you know. We had to, we had to, we had to keep moving. <laughs> I think we walked like six point two miles that morning, yeah, in one circle, yeah. <laughs> Being, so we were like conservative, like taking it, like I said, walking through ditches, like crawling. We, we made we poor, oh, yeah. we, we made Jesse crawl on her, on her hands and knees. We all were for you know just trying to. So we were moving, but we were still trying to be very mindful to not bump anything. Yep. We finally got around on these turkeys, and I was looking at them above this palmetto yeah. thicket. I could I stand up, and it was about head height for me. I could yeah. see right over top of it, so I was keeping an eye on those turkeys, and we'd crawl around the point, and finally got up there. I could see one, you know, 150 yards up there. I was looking at two of them, actually. And we got to where we thought we could call them and yeah. got around that point, got set down. I had the chicken on the stick, and I kind of got out and open so I could watch the yeah, turkey. Yeah, you just kind of crawled out there. And I that, we were in a little gap. I wasn't really them. trying to fan the turkeys. I was just trying to get where I could see the turkeys. Yeah. But with that thing, you can get behind it and have some cover. Right. Other than being in the wide open. And uh, I got around there and yelled, what, three times, four times, and a turkey guy was right. It wasn't the turkeys we were looking at. Yeah, because I could, I could see – you know, like, so I was looking around a point, and I could see a little bit. You know, I could look out there with my eyes and see the turkeys out there. Yeah, I think you got a little bit of footage of them, yeah, but it wasn't much. Yeah, just a few clips because they were just I, – I couldn't get far enough around that point to get just solid, you know, yeah. footage of them because they would see me. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I can't, you know, that camera, so I had to kind of hunker down behind that point a little bit. Like I said, I could film them a little bit, but not – I think you filmed – one strutter out there and a jake or something something but like that but anyway it was tough. most of the time i was going what are they doing jordan what are they doing you know because i couldn't tell <laughs> yeah but you know and i went to yelping and that turkey gobbled and it wasn't right. one of those it was closer yeah but all that sand down there you cannot tell direction no if they're and on you, a you roost can, you can hear them for five six hundred yards right. but when they're on the ground you can't hear them 150 you have a tr- you have trouble telling direction and distance yeah distance we, we talked about that we're like we got to rethink because it's not like at home because that sand really does dampen the sound mm-hmm. and he got how many he gobbled three or four times yeah because one time me and you started calling at the same time you know you were yelping and i was purring or clucking whatever and he gobbled again and i kept looking at you and i'd go like and you were you're like i don't know i don't know where he it is it sounded a long ways to me yeah but ended up i was looking at the two strutters out there and caught it moving out of the right side of my eye and there's a strutter coming around a point at 25 yards yeah and y'all couldn't see him no i could you were like strutter and i said where you said 20 yards i was like oh gosh <laughs> you know but that was when it went all haywire it just happened yeah. quick yeah thank goodness jesse 
was behind a bush or yeah right behind she was she was i was right she was right in front of me and if we hadn't been snug behind that point i don't you know it'd been tough yeah but, but luckily that had her enough coverage she already had her gun up yeah but he came around that point what was like 15 yards when you saw him and was mad and it was coming and, yeah he was mad at that at and that strutter decoy at that chicken saying, on a stick i was saying shoot him for y'all could even see him i could i could luckily like i said because i was higher up i could see him with the camera but when we watched the footage jesse said i couldn't even see him right there yeah. she was like i didn't know you could film him right there you know because mm-hmm. she couldn't see him because those palmetto bushes but but that was a cool experience she shot him at eight yards yeah. and just clobbered him yeah that's, I mean, that's a, a hard shot. I've missed a lot of turkeys that close. Yeah, I mean your pattern is super I mean, tight it's like at that hitting range. Them with a golf ball. You yeah, know, you're hitting them with a softball, but you're hitting them with a golf ball that far. Yeah, well, it looked like I told said it looked like she shot a feather pillow when she hit him. <laughs> Woo! Thank know? goodness. Yeah, I told I have told her to aim low on yeah. a turkey, especially when they're close. Right. And she remembered that and aimed below the wattles and just right where you're supposed to on them close yeah. shots. Golly whopped him. Mm. I, like he said, that you and me both, that was the first turkey we'd ever seen that did not flop at all. And that's it. I mean, it's got to be a TSS because I've shot yeah. turkeys that far with a 12-gauge, and they flopped for 10 minutes. Yeah. But that turkey didn't even quiver. It just cut him off. <laughs> yeah, he was done. He was done. <laughs> he was done. But we high-fived, and, I mean, that was one of the greatest moments of my life. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was pretty special. Yeah. And we walked up there to Turkey, and I was like, oh, my goodness. I remember because I, I, I picked a camera up. I was walking up to you, and you went, oh, my gosh. And I looked down. I said something like, holy smokes. Because I, I yeah. saw his, his feet sticking out from under his fan, and I caught a glimpse of those spurs. I was like, oh, gosh. I mean, I've, I've never even seen a, clo- a turkey close to that. That, that's, that is the spur. biggest spurred turkey I've ever seen in person in my life. I still hadn't put an official measuring tape on it. I don't think I want to. I don't think I want to. I don't, I mean. <laughs> I mean, he's ever bit of two inches. I know because those new federal TSS shells, they have this cool little deal on them. On the shell, it has a spur measure. Yeah. And it goes to two inches. Yeah, and I threw that thing up there, and it was hanging off the end. Yeah, and that's not accounting for the curve. That was just a straight yeah. two inches, and it didn't have. You'd have to take a, you know, a bendy tape to get her, you know. Yeah. But and that's, I was like, oh, that's a big turkey. Yeah. That's all you need to see. I mean, I love big turkeys and spurs and everything, but that it's just the experience of shooting one. Yeah, I mean, we'd have been uh, just as happy if it was a two-year-old. Oh, yeah. But I mean, the fact that he was that, like good grief man <laughs> but anyway that was a that was a special hunt and i hope we get to do it again next year yeah would love to mm-hmm. um i it, it's just a you know we talked about it before and just how special it can be and i and i said it before like one of the best things about hunting to me is it's full of first you know you yeah. never you never i don't think you can ever run out of first mm-hmm. on turkeys and even if it's i mean that was jesse's first turkey but getting to experience Y'all, y'all too experienced you know that was you know pleasure for me you know i was like this is great you know because i you know me and jesse we grew up across street from each other and then that's how i met you you know and we're close friends now and just to get to experience that with y'all that was special that was a fun fun time Mm -hmm. and uh, i mean and we were hoping to kill another turkey or two but just didn't pan out the weather moved in and we got rained out that afternoon and then again the next morning we wasn't for lack of trying but yeah it just didn't happen yeah but our main days, goal but like you said it was finished yeah we, we accomplished what we went down yeah. there for and yeah, said, we, we, we left that place with a smile on our face and <laughs> and it you know i'm still smiling about it when i think about it but um yeah well shoot there's gonna be a lot of good more memories to come this spring i yeah, hope so i think so looking forward to it so we yeah we leave tomorrow to go back to chicago to tangle some more with these early season turkeys mm-hmm. to put to to apply some of these things that we talked about in this podcast hopefully we can keep uh you know jimmy and will from spooking everything yeah <laughs> will not so much jimmy i might tie a leash to him like you see the little kids at the zoo and stuff their mama has a leash on her back yeah. with a little pull them back yeah so. uh so the first day when they weren't hearing anything jordan decided to uh play a trick on jimmy oh, and uh i almost forgot about that yeah i we, well i won't reveal all of it but it, it'll be in the show <laughs> but uh jimmy jimmy was not happy with jordan oh. i just to, to shorten it like jimmy was was fooled and to think there was a turkey coming that was not coming <laughs> it was i've never figured out how to get mr jimmy so mad he would not talk to me you give him a fake gobble and you accomplish that <laughs> 
But that'll be in the show. Oh, here. but anyhow. Yep. Well, heck, we need to run. This is gone for a while. But yep. so anyhow, guys, I hope y'all enjoyed this one again. Early season and all across the southeast, it can be incredibly successful, but it can also be challenging. So again, stick with it. Um, use that stuff. Don't get discouraged. And uh again, if y'all have not seen uh Jesse's hunt killing that two plus inch spurred turkey in South Florida, it is on. If you go to the Primo's YouTube channel, uh, just go to YouTube, type in Primo's Hunting. Our channel should be the first thing to pop up. Just click on it, and uh, it should be in there. And it is, uh, like I said, it's an incredibly fun hunt. It's yeah. it's worth a watch. And, but, yeah, be on the lookout for more of that stuff. We're going to start doing more and more strictly, you know, web-exclusive type videos that mm-hmm. we're going to be able to get to you quicker than, you know, than we can when we're on Outdoor Channel. So We got uh, Kentucky hunts coming up this yep. week yep. from last year. Yep. The, and those two which th- those aren't you know in a week rollover time those were from last season but that we we filmed those strictly for web content yep. so yeah those will be coming out this week and next week so yeah a lot to look forward to and uh so yeah so we're gonna sign off on here as always if you have questions uh please continue to send them in we honestly we enjoy tackling those but for now we're gonna get going and as always thank you for listening to speak the language podcast